0: is Village Conversations That Help to Inspire Faith, and today we are excited to be on board with my friend Art Bermatt. Good morning, friend, John. Good morning. How are you doing? Great. I, I'm thinking that we we'll just right, go right in uh, because I know we, we have some passionate things that we want to share. Why don't you start us with a word of prayer?
1: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father. Uh, we ask you to continue to bless this day uh, as we move forward, hopefully doing your will. Inspire our hearts uh, to meet uh, each person uh, and see you, Je- your Jesus in them. Um, help us to be faithful witnesses to your gospel in all that we do and all that we say uh, with our whole entire lives with joy and gratitude. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you so much for a wonderful prayer. Again, this is John Kinutia, a Catholic speaker, I joined with my friend here, Art, who is also a passionate speaker. And we're here because we want to experience and share the joy and gratitude of our faith through the, reading the gospel, storytelling, and sharing a, a little bit of the reflection. Art, you want to say hello to our dear listeners? Yes, good morning. Awesome. Did <laughs> you just forget about saying hello to our listeners, my friend? <laughs> uh, it's just awesome. But uh, we love it when we have these conversations because not only do we, uh, you know, engage each other, but also we, we invite our listeners to engage with us, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, ready to go.
0: Ready to go. So we are going to read the gospel, um, and today's gospel is from uh, Mark. One twenty-one to twenty-eight. Jesus came to Capernaum with his followers, and on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. In the synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out. What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. Then clean spirits convulsed him and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the clean spirits and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee.
1: The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, what a wonderful gospel. Today. Yeah, there's 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 a lot here, John. <laughs> there's a lot. Tell us, tell us what you mean by that my friend well you know the first thing whenever i read, whenever i read this gospel or um similar ones it is a reminder that the the devil knows exactly who jesus is the yes. the, pr- the problem we sometimes get into is we think that sometimes evil or devil um you know who's trying to tempt us away from our faith life and and living the gospel that somehow the the devil doesn't recognize God's authority. That can't be farther from the truth. And this, this right here is just a perfect example in this story of uh, these evil spirits. They know exactly who Jesus is Mm -hmm. and they're terrified. Um, As a matter of fact, they recognize, they're saying, have you come to destroy us? Mm -hmm. So they're recognizing that this Jesus has the power not only to cast them out, but to destroy them. Recognition of ultimate power, right? Yes.
0: Wow. You know, and and when you're speaking like that, I'm, I'm thinking here that after Jesus' baptism, after hearing that, this is my son of whom I'm well pleased. In this particular gospel, you know, God's rule, God's point, God's first action here is to teach, but also to drive out the demons, the devil. Is this like underlying the point that the first action that Jesus? does is to drive out demons meaning the evil one must give way to jesus and to god's power Uh,
1: and and i think this is actually you know one of the things we look at when we look at scripture Mm. is you know you read it in the context of who wrote it and who it was who was originally written to so uh you know mark mark is a you know, a contemporary of Jesus writing to people of his time, but we also read it as to what message God is sending to us individually. And I, and I think um, you might agree that Jesus is like right here. Mark is is telling us, you know, we, we might not be possessed. God, God help us. You know, we're not possessed with (laughs) demons, but, but, Uh, but evil or translated into sin, we all have that as part of our lives. And I think the perfect step here is th- that, that the evil spirit called out and recognized Jesus as having ultimate power. And then Jesus drove them out. Mm-hmm. So for, I think for us, it's a matter of the first thing we have to recognize is, do we recognize Jesus? Yep, mm-hmm. that's Jesus. And recognize his power to vanquish evil from our lives that person who was possessed could not get rid of that demon. Mm-hmm. He needed He needed Jesus. And I think that tells us that maybe we're not possessed, God help us, but the evil in our lives, we need to recognize Jesus so that Jesus can help vanquish that from our lives.
0: I love what you say there. I love when you say, you know, us recognizing Jesus, because I think the scene in some of what you call the evil in us, uh, we we'll call it that scene, holds us back from acknowledging Jesus, hold us back in saying, yes, Jesus, I need your help right now, right at this minute, right at this moment. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that we fail, uh, Yeah, I guess maybe intellectually and even culturally, we recognize Jesus as our our Lord and Savior. Or you go to Mass, whatever, in church and but do we recognize that every moment of every day? And you talked about this yesterday, about Jesus walking with us on this journey, mm-hmm. that we 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 have the ultimate protector, right? We're we're walking with Jesus the bouncer, who's making sure no no one no one gets too close to us, no no evil gets too close to us yeah, um, yeah. to disrupt our lives.
0: Wow. You know, something else that's jumping out of me is, um, as we are talking about Jesus driving out these demons, it looks to me and it appears to me that these demons, this evil one, had developed a relationship with this man. And for Jesus to develop a relationship with him and him to develop a relationship with Jesus, he had to let the demons out and go. So... What was destroying the relationship of this man with Jesus had to go, had to disappear, had to be cleaned. And I think about it, the invitation to the sacrament of reconciliation, what that does to us, that we are invited where Jesus destroys sin completely, forgives us, and restores our relationship with him.
1: No. And, and, you know, I, I just, I'm re I'm looking at this, the the words right in front of me now and it realized that um, this guy had an unclean spirit, but he was in the synagogue. He, he, right. He was in church. Yeah. He, he placed him. He placed himself in a position to come in contact with the divine physician. So, in what? spite of the fact that he had this evil spirit, he, he he in some in some way you can almost presume that he he made some effort to come and seek help.
0: Wow, <laughs> that's yeah, that's really good. You point that out, and and I would think that he was in the synagogue with an unclean spirit, and the spirit was unclean because it was resisting. God's will it was receiving God's holiness and sometimes when when we're talking to different people and even myself sometimes you know when you're distracted when there's a spirit of distraction during mass for example
1: oh that never happens (laughs) 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 so I never get distracted
0: Oh, that's where I was. Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, and flowing in the flow. Oh, when you have those moments in in, in the mass and you want to engage with Jesus, but then you're distracted, some thoughts come out of nowhere, they get in your heart, in your mind, and you start wondering, uh, you know, probably it's an email you sent, a message you sent, and you start thinking you shouldn't have said that, or um, that unclean spirit comes to you and, and whispers to your heart, and then you stop paying attention, and then you go down. I, I get some those moments myself sometimes. I start thinking about my son or home or or things that are distracting me from Jesus.
1: Oh, that happens to me all the time. Uh, I I am like spiritually ADHD like to the max. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but and and it's difficult sometimes. I, I'm sure some of our listeners. Um, I'm sure they all struggle with this, um, especially during the liturgy. Um, there are times when I'm distracted by God's word, helping me to better understand a direction or something I need to do in my life. Those are not bad distractions during the mass. Okay, um, uh, it's kind of like you know the ultimate idea that comes to you when you're in the shower. Uh, you, you, you. Things come to you. There are times when I've been at mass where. All of a sudden, a a tremendously important or relevant thing comes to my head. And I know it's God speaking to me in that moment because I'm connected. But then there are other times, like you said, where you're, you're just distracted by, like you said, previous conversations are, oh, maybe I wasn't very charitable to that guy. Or you're not focused on Jesus. And you let these, not evil, but distracting thoughts come to you.
0: Yeah, or even fear. You know, it's oh yeah, you. and uh, you know something just comes to you, and you start getting afraid of, you know, whether you're uh, in your life, you're at a point where you, you you feel things are not going well. You know, losing a job or uh, downsizing a company, downsizing or, or or a child, you know, going overseas, and you get all this, and we forget that Jesus is right there in the Eucharist, looking at you in your in the eyes and saying, "I love you." And those thoughts are distracting you from me. And I'm ready to walk into your heart right now. So I love it because this gospel reminds me that in my life, the thoughts, the negativity, the fears, the doubts that pull me away from God the Father, that he never stops coming close to me. He walks right unto me. And, and knocks and says, I want to come in. I want to clean you up. Isn't that beautiful?
1: It is very beautiful. Um, and, uh, you know, just, I think sometimes we need a reminder that, um, God does not attempt to be elusive to us. You know, we, we, we think, oh, well, where is God here? And I'm, I'm praying and I don't feel God and, and um, God seems distant. Um, And all of those things are, are not God trying to be elusive. It's, it's us putting things in the way and not being willing to just, you know, remove distractions from our lives so that we can, we can hear the voice of God. Um, which is why as a Catholic, I so, you, you know, you went to liturgy right there. Like I'm, I, I so appreciate the liturgical order yes. because when you're in mass, you're not, you're not thinking about, Oh, what next? There's nothing wrong with praise and worship and all do you know what I'm saying. Like those yeah. can, but, but you're not wondering what's coming next. You're in the groove, so to speak. And you're, you're praying the mass and you're comfortable with it enough that, you're not so much focused on what's next as you are just praying and being open to uh, those inspirations to our heart and our mind um, to help us to better cope and to better draw closer to God in, in our everyday life outside of the liturgy.
0: Wow. So what is our call in today's gospel? I know God is giving us, um, you know, reasons he's giving us his presence and telling us that I am God and I go beyond. There's no evil that can stand against me. And I am ready to clean the world. I'm ready to clean my heart. I'm ready to clean your heart. So what's our call today? All right.
1: Well, I, I, if I summed up this whole gospel here, um, I would say the message that is speaking to us is, um, Come to the sacraments, recognize Jesus is present there, recognize that Jesus has the power to overcome any and all evil sin and distractions in our lives and can cast them out of our lives and has that authority to do that. That, 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 would, be, that would be, if I encapsulated a message into the gospel today, that's, that's what I would draw from that.
0: I love it. So let's all go to the sacrament, to the Eucharist, and you experience his power. I have nothing else to add because you summed summed (laughs) (laughs) up. And our dear listeners, you're listening to the Village Catholic Conversations and Gospel Reflection for today, Tuesday, January 15th. We so hope that you get inspired by this conversation to start your conversation with your friends and family. Because faith and sharing our faith takes a village, takes friendship to bring the good news to others. And with that, I'd like us to close with a word of prayer. Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. Almighty God, thank you so much for allowing us to have this conversation. Thank you so much for inspiring us with your word and reminding us that Jesus is present every day and he wants to change our lives to come closer to you. Help us each and every single day to open our hearts to you through your Holy Spirit so that we can inspire, we can cultivate and we can help other people live their faith with joy, gratitude and enthusiasm. We just put this day the rest of the day uh, into your hands guide us and protect us and bless our families as we ask all things through christ our lord who is the giver the provider of every single and perfect gift amen amen, amen. father son and holy spirit <clears throat> thank you my friend thank you for being available for this conversation i hope you enjoyed it i can tell you had fun make it a great day